It's pretty safe to say that Americans have built themselves a hefty stereotype over the years. Every summer, a new record is broken with an explosive superhero movie. Budweiser, the self-proclaimed America's beer, just changed its name to America. And our weight crisis reflects just how much we do love our food. Not even 30 seconds in and Chestnut's got five down. And I've never seen a crowd, I just want to say this at the top, this big out here in Coney Island. I've been out here for almost 20 years and the NYPD in the 60s precincts making this party what it is. Now from the outside, this might sound like a critical observation. But another thing I bet fits the American stereotype is our competitive pride. Take, for example, how much we love our food. Did you know that we just had our 100th national hot dog eating contest? It's no small deal. It's aired on ESPN. Now, Chestnut's got the capacity. Stoney admits that. Stoney likes a quick contest. Hit favor a six or an eight-minute contest. Joey's always looking for those longer ones. Ten minutes is for us. So as we form the caricature, a picture or description that exaggerates the peculiarities or defects of a person or things, of what an American is, what do you think of? Is it even a person? Right now, just past the minute gone, he's 16 dogs into it. Maybe it's an entire day. What are, what are you talking about? I've never... Because, Corey, it's an exaggeration of an American tried and true. There you go. All we want to do is hamburgers and drink beer and enjoy our holiday and salute the people that came before us and that died before us. Most of you know America recently celebrated its 240th birthday this past July 4th weekend and we couldn't be more proud. An entire weekend full of fireworks, a grill full of meats, and a belly full of beer. Proudly celebrating what it is to be an American. In the eating contest and do good at it. There's Sincati, and this is a kid who's shocked the world. He ate 42, I, I, I mispronounce his name too often, he came out of nowhere. He ate 42 to win in D.C. And so, I thought it would be fun to bring this celebration to exaggerated features. Keeping in the spirit, I grabbed current and former presidents of the International Society of Caricature Artists, ISCA, Matt Zittman and Nolan Harris, a bottle of tequila, and I had a conversation with them about caricatures, July 4th, and most importantly, some good old American history. I'm Matt Zimmon, president of <laughs> This is your intro right here. This is it. This is how you introduce the episode. Actually, yeah. no. We're going to just cycle through the same questions, but now we're twice as drunk. Okay, let's Matt, do it. Introduce yourself, Matt. Okay. My name is Matt Zimmon. Yeah, my friend Corlawi's blackout drunk. No. wearing a red shirt that matches his skin tone. I love him. And I love you too, Matt. I'm Corey Lally. Exaggerated Features is brought to you by ISCA, the International Society of Caricature Artists. Find an artist for your event, join ISCA, or register for 2016's Caricature Convention at caricature.org. For more caricature podcasts, listen to It's Supposed to be Funny, hosted by Ali Tome. Caricature is love, caricature is life. Follow the journey of one artist as she investigates all aspects of caricature. So this kid came out with a lot of pageantry, Yasser Salem. I've always been fascinated by people who's named after municipalities like Orlando Bloom, John Denver, Alyssa Milano, and of course this man, 
Yasser Salem. Before we get started, I should warn you, there's a decent amount of drinking, swearing, and all-around good old-fashioned offensive content. So if that's not the kind of thing you're in the mood for today, I might suggest you skip this one. But if you don't mind, we don't. So I hope you enjoy. Okay. Hi. My name's Matt Zimmerman. I'm the president of the International Society of Character Artists. Uh, is that all you have to say? Uh, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> We'll get to the details later. Nolan, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Nolan Harris, and I am a former ISCA president. I'm happy to be here, Corey. I really appreciate the uh, the invite to be a part of this momentous occasion. It's just filler. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, fuck you. See, I told myself I wasn't going to use profanity, <laughs> and then you have Matt on this show. Oh, come on. I, on I didn't sign any agreements. It's not fair. It's not fair. Guys, I'm glad to have you, and I invite everyone to take a tequila shot. Who's ready? Slancha. There you go, right here. Cheers. Oh, yeah, down the hatch. Cheers. Higher. Oh, that was. Ah. It hurt so good. My nipples are hard. Let's do this. <sighs> oh. So Nolan, let's start with uh, who you are oh. to characters. Let's start broad, and we're gonna narrow it down. <laughs> I guess, like, when it, ultimately I'm an opportunist. Another word I've heard people use is hack. What about whore? What about spotlight whore? A whore. Matthew likes to call me a, uh, a worthless piece of shite. No, I don't use Irish terms. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to... Uh, no, I just, I just... I love what I do, man. And I am... I, I just put it out there. I care a lot about the art form of character and i love doing it i just like to think of myself as someone that just wants to get people excited about the art form you know like i uh i like to i like to exude uh my enthusiasm for caricature and i like to help uh promote what other people are doing and and cory likes to drink margarita bill 7.99 a handle at 7-eleven <laughs> da, da, da. Talk about over the line, just real quick. Introduce over the line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah, I'm uh, I'm based in Seattle, and I I co-own a business with my buddy Dexter Rothschild. It's called Over the Line Art, and we have concessions in Seattle. We we we're open every day right now throughout the summer, and we do festivals, and we do party services and events, and. We do commissions, and sometimes we do commissions that really suck, like I did today, and it made me cry. And then I ate some buffalo wings and drank a lot of beer, and now I feel great. Yeah. Worth it? Uh, it's absolutely, it's a, it's a blessed life, Corey and Matt. It's a blessed life. We're all jealous. I'm jealous of you, pepperoni nips. Oh. All right, Don't pepperoni me. nips, you're up. Who are you? <laughs> I am Matt Zimmerman. The now president of the International Society of Character Artists. I uh, am also a contract manager for Bush Gardens, Virginia, with Commons Art Shops. Uh, I employ a bunch of artists at uh, that park, and we make a shitload of money. And we draw pictures for people for money. You know, you're currently a manager with Bush Gardens, but I, I feel like people in the industry know that uh, as far as Commons is considered, you're kind of like a. I'm a bad boy 
I'm the one that fights everything that they got. But uh, I'm also a, a traveling trainer. I um, get to travel around and train their uh, employees in different parts, uh, how to do things common style. I really, I do enjoy it a lot. I like traveling and training. I think it's um, necessary and it's very fun for me. How long have you each been drawing caricatures one at a time? I uh, This is my 16th year. Um, I've been drawing for Commons, uh, Retail, Park Life the whole time. I've done, uh, I did three years at Sesame Place. I did uh, five years at Six Flags New Jersey and then six years at Dorney Park. And now this is my second season at Bush Gardens, Virginia. Nolan? Uh, I've drawn caricatures for 17 years now. I started at Kings Island in Cincinnati, and then uh, when I got out of college, I went to Kings Dominion in Virginia. This is all through Commons Art Shops, a great company. What was it? I went to Chicago for two years as an assistant manager, and then I was a manager of a zoo in Columbus for two years. And then I, uh, I branched out on my own and moved out to Seattle in 2010, and I'm happily living in Seattle. Man, it's been six years. It's been six years, man. We are getting old. Wow, that's great. Yeah. It's safe to say you guys are both pretty pretty reputable names in the character industry, right? I mean... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't say a lot about our industry, does it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole, whole different thing. Whole different thing. What in the world, like really, to you, is a caricature? Oh man, I think uh, we live a life where we we perceive our own reality. You know, we perceive what's in front of us. We perceive what we see, what we hear, what we smell, but we never get to relay what we perceive onto other people. You know what I mean? Like when you draw a caricature of someone and you draw their 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 face, you are basically conveying your perception of that individual. And that's a very rare thing in the world. You know what I mean? It's like there's chefs, there's artists, there's there's people out there trying to perceive their, their conception of, of reality. But we do it every day, man. We, we give people a, a, an image of how we perceive them. So for me, it's about relaying my perception of that individual onto a piece of paper. It's completely... You know, there's like, there's like, it's like one to 10, or in some cases, it's like one to 20. Like, uh, I, I try to exude a sense of um, excitement and energy and uh, imagination into my drawings that, that get people excited, whereas others take it to a darker place or, or others take it to a more abstract place. And it's, I think that's such a cool thing about what we do. It's very unified in that sense. We're taking faces and we're, we're, we're putting our stamps on them. I think that's such a cool thing. And that's something you can only see at the convention, man. Like, like in its purest form. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Sorry. Okay, so so Matt, when you think of to character. Me, I think uh, a character is a, a representation of a person that has more likeness than a portrait would. It's an all-encompassing feeling of that person it's an impression it's it's a <coughs> your interpretation of what so they're sitting there and really you have a few seconds to figure out what that person is 
And that's what you're going off. You're going off your gut and you're just putting it out there. You're saying that this is how I feel that that person is. Um, and you're transpiring it in a drawing. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird interpretation. It really is uh, what you think that that person looks like, how they sit, how they move, how they feel with their partner next to them. It's, it's way more to them than what they actually just look like. Do we, do we have shots in hand right now? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. Corey, let's, Matthew, launch. Ah. Now, ah. Corey, Matt and I really like drinking beer. Oh, maybe we can stick to beer for the rest of the night. <laughs> no, beer will be a great in between. I was like, honey, when you come home tonight, I'm going to be wasted. <laughs> yeah, I, I told Matt the same. I was like, I'm. I, I have a date to be fucked up at this time. Like at nine thirty, I need look, to be drunk. Look, <laughs> look, gentlemen, oh I appreciate God. your appreciation for beer. That's a great thing. Which is why I'll keep my call out for shots very few and different and far between. We know we all don't we all don't like drinking sunscreen, Corey. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. Look, you I have presented you both the perfect excuse to be trashed. You have a so I, I feel like, you know, a few shots in between is not that much of a, I feel like it's a very fair request. Talking for like 20 minutes, man. That's true. It's been, it's been 11. It's been 11 solid That's minutes. That's true. All right. So let's, let's, okay. I just want to make Corey feel bad. So, uh, you know, obviously American politics are on the way, but the last, I do want to ask one more caricature question before we get to american yeah. politics to to our listeners this year this past year you uh nolan harris passed off the presidency to you matt zittman and in doing so you discussed the influence of a another caricature convention which is CrippleCon. yeah and that you wanted to bring elements of that to isca yeah i was hoping you could both so, real quick, every year, ISCA hosts an international caricature convention, which really stands alone as the caricature convention to go to. It's kind of considered the Olympics of caricatures. Now, a few years ago, there used to be another convention called CrippleCon, which if ISCA is the Olympics, CrippleCon is the drunken X Games of caricature. While a lot of people felt ISCAcon might have been growing a bit stale or PC at the time, CrippleCon, on the other hand, was known for specifically welcoming the crass and offensive, which, when it comes to character artists, can be a welcome change. CrippleCon no longer operates. But Nolan, Matt, and the board they worked with at ISCA did try to bring a lot of those elements to the um, ISCAcon itself. A little bit of what that means. What is it to take influences from this convention we don't really know about called CrippleCon and making it ISCA? And Nolan, do you mind? But, uh, yeah. Oh, you buddy. We do not want to make those two things the same. Um, CrippleCon is a great uh, convention, and ISCA is a great convention. But we like to have fun. We like to portray a fun, positive element. Uh, but we don't want those to crossbreed. CrippleCon kind of was bred from ISCA censoring some things. 
and that just fed the fire. Um, I am still very a big advocate of ISCA. I'm a huge advocate of Krippelkan, and sometimes those two worlds don't mesh. Uh, I want to have both of those things be very independent of each other. We didn't do one thing because of the other. Krippelkan exists solely for darkness and uh, making fun of each other, while ISCA is still the Olympics of character art. So those two things, I think, are totally separate at this point. It was a retaliation at one point, but it's no longer that. I think Krippelkan lives on its own, and I want to see both of these organizations live. I love both of them very much, and I don't think that they're enemies. I think they can both coincide with each other. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, Matt really kind of summed it up. I think we've all been young at one point in our lives. We've all been rebellious. We've all wanted to speak our minds whether it's through our art or through our mouths in matt's case he does that through both and so backside (laughs) but um i think what it all boils down to is when when matt and i first started talking about being a part of isca in any capacity um we were fresh off the heels of of cripplecon matt was instrumental in making cripplecon happen and it's still I there. I don't want to say that uh, I was part of it. I think Len, Stacy, and Bo were the biggest parts of it. Uh, how- well, I'll, and I'll say that. I was just trying to give you some credit. <laughs> I appreciate it. I was there. I was there, and I seen uh, what they did. I think. I think what it boils down to is Matt and I. We we had conversations with one another about wanting to become instruments of change for the organization, and. Matt had already solidified and created some ideas on how we could make that happen. And what it all boiled down to was just having the means to do that. And a lot of the essence of CrippleCon that I was talking about was the fun, the originality, the cutting edge nature of it. I think when Matt and I joined the board for ISCA, ISCA had lost a lot. It was not as fresh as it should have been perceived to be. And we couldn't get those new members. That's the most important part. You can't just rest in your laurels and have the same people every year. You gotta keep enticing new, fresh artists into the organization. And using the elements that CrippleCon had, we kind of concocted an idea of how to bring in new members and how to make ISCA fresh again. And, um, and that's what it boils down to is CrippleCon at its time was fresh, new, and creative. And ISCA wanted us to do an art fight. They wanted some sort of fun icebreaker. Yeah. And we had a, we had the best icebreaker for it. Um, but then the crude... Uh, society got more accepting of things that were very crude. Uh, it's it, In a world where we were... A little bit policed it got a little laxed and that's kind of where me and Owen thrived a little bit yeah. like we, we didn't need people to police us we were the police and it's up to us to decide what's offensive or not sometimes we are so exaggerated that you need to have those elements you need to have like explicit sexuality you need to have like 
all these elements that could be so dark and things like that, like only make a character better. And like, we are the edge of extreme character artists are extreme. They take things and they push it forward. And that's where it needs to go. I think that testing the boundaries is only thing that makes us grow further. Um, so if we hinder ourselves like, Oh, it's okay. This is the only way we do things. We're not growing as a community. Like we're, we're not growing ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, so every time we push a boundary or we say something that we shouldn't say, um, it's very hard to censor a character artist because what they're looking for is censorship. But like if we get censored, that means we did our job, you know, and it's, it's, that's all we want is to be so crazy towards something. So opinionated that, you know, that they could be borderline offensive at that point. So I, I love doing drawings like that, but actually hurt people's feelings is crazy sometimes, you know, and that's where we are as a group. It's, that's where we're going to go. It's like, as long as we accept that that's the next level. Well, it's like as a society of artists and in our current state of, of artistic history, the last thing you want to see are artists censoring other artists. And if you look back in time, you very rarely see other artists censoring other artists. Oh, but, oh no, you can't do that. But I, I can do this. And I think what it comes down to is that there was a point in time in our industry where people felt that we would have more worldwide appeal if we played it safe. And those people, it's unfair for them to say that because who knows, we could have more worldwide appeal by not playing it safe, by pushing the boundaries. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And in today's society, that is the message that a lot of artists are trying to convey. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's not a black and white thing. It's just that, that is where we are headed. And if that is something that caricature was not in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s, I'm sorry. You're more than welcome to jump along and, and hop on the ride and have fun. But if you don't want to be a part of that, I'm sorry. But we are trying to appeal to the broadest audience possible. And right now, those artists want to take it to the limit. Did Matt just literally disappear? I think Matt... Now, this this might be me. I think Matt might, might be taking a dump right now. That's that's fair. And I'm, I'll be honest, I've had to pee for like the last 10 minutes so bad. But um... sometimes, sometimes, you know, deep conversation like this can really elicit a lot of feelings. Yeah. And most of them are in the colon. I think we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little pee break that Matt's already taken. I'm going to take now, Nolan, if you want to or not. When I come back, I feel like we should each have a shot ready to go. Nolan, you said you're done with shots. If you want to be done with shots... What the hell, man? Come on. Yeah. Call them out, man. <sighs> Call them out. Take your top off. So, um, Take your top off. We're going to... Woo-hoo. <laughs> Baloney nipples or tiny nipples? I have really tiny nipples. Oh, they're... They're almost mosquito bites. If if Matt has bologna nipples, I have like mini pepperoni nipples. It's I, a, have, I have pepperonis. But we're going to take a pee break. I'm going to stop recording. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about 
we're going to talk about American history, our favorite presidents, and uh, why, why July 4th is an exaggeration and a caricature of American values and American history. Stoney, 130 pounds. Unbelievable. He's going to put about seven and a half pounds of hot dogs and buns into him during this day. There he is from Boston, Massachusetts, Oxford, just outside so, of Boston. So, real quick, before we get too far along, Matt, you didn't, I feel like you did yeah. not take a shot when Nolan and I did. What? Bullshit. Look at that guy. Uh, Let right. me take a look at that. Are we wetter? Are we, are we weather? Double no shot, motherfucker. I are mean. We, we're ready for the next one? Friends? <laughs> <laughs> guys, okay, I'm, I'm just going to have to bring the bottle downstairs because I always have to go up to my kitchen. There you go. This is... I don't have tequila. I just am doing vodka. Okay? Vodka's fine. It doesn't have to be the same. I wish I had whiskey around. That's uh, my drink. Yes, sir. Oh, you, man. I just want to make whiskey. sure by the time we hit actual like American presidents, everyone sounds as dumb as I do right now. I'm feeling pretty. I can't wait because I'm going to be honest. I know nothing, dude. So that's it's all gonna be ad living, but it's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm so. I feel like it's very, very relevant to our current times. Oh uh, no, it's it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah. Because when you asked me like talking topics, I knew I wanted this to happen. This interview. But I don't really know what I wanted it to be about. So, Matt, I know you were just kidding, but the second you said, "Let's just talk about American presidents." <laughs> I was like, yeah. fucking perfect. Like, yeah. done. I'm, We're done. I'm We're done. That, That's it. And I'm, I'm going to regret it later. Cool. <laughs> so we're going to give a little, uh, little, we're going to, we're going to venture into drunk history mode here. Gentlemen, right. let's talk let's about, it. let's talk about the independence of America. July 4th. Oh, oh man. It's not fair. We don't know that much. You know enough. America. Or your and or oh yeah go ahead take us Nolan take no, us it's just, I'm sorry I'm just I'm just very passionate about uh, the Fourth of July in America and Independence Day uh, on this date Will Smith Jeff, oh, Jeff Goldblum <laughs> Will Smith Will Smith in the a bunch of a bunch of giant tentacled dreadlocked looking. <laughs> crystalline aliens it ain't over till the fat lady sings randy quaid died for this day and i just gotta say vivica a fox baby got back what a fox of it fourth of july no god bless you will smith who's your favorite president of the united states of america and why my favorite president of the united states of america is Tom Richmond. <laughs> Tom Richmond, in a span of two years, redefined the meaning of the NCN. He said, hey, I got two gold nosies, fool. I don't need no more. Why don't you guys work for it? And he said, you know what? No more gold nosies for me. I'm going to go back to my mad, mad world. And I'm going to draw some crazy characters of George Clooney as Batman. <laughs> And then I'm going to dress up like that because I'm a piece of fine Minneapolis, Minnesota ace. <laughs> I love you, Tom Richmond. That was, that was perfect. That's all I got. Matt, who is your favorite president of America and why? My favorite president is Benjamin Franklin. 
perfect. Because he did one. Uh, wanted the wild turkey to be the state bird. Uh, loved whores. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> loved whores. Like, that was the thing. It was all about it. Uh, he, he fucking shit on Boston, but he loved Philadelphia. That guy is Philly proud. And then he got his ass shocked by electricity. I don't know if you guys know that. He had a kite and a key. Who the fuck goes out into a store with a kite and a key? I want to do that. That fucker did it. There's a, who's one of the greatest presidents of all time? All I know is Calvin Coolidge didn't do a goddamn thing. Did nothing. But Herbie Hancock was the man. Let's tell the story of America. Foreskin and seven years ago. Foreskin and seven years ago. Take us, Matt. Take us, Zitman. Take us into the past. My taint has never felt so rough. Hear um, ye, hear ye. That's what I got. No one, please. Prime Minister of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got to We got to we're, tr- we're an international society, and I feel compelled to talk about Shinzo Abe. Foreskin and seven years. Prime Minister and three eighths of a vote. No, we gotta we gotta explain what the Fourth of July is to our international members. We gotta do it. Yes, yes, that, that's important. That's important. They need to know. They need to know. You know. God forbid we learn about their culture. We gotta teach them about our culture, because as far as they know, every year they attend the convention, our culture consists of crappy grocery stores, Walmart, Chick Fil A, Walmart, and Beach. Oh, that sounds amazing. Are you guys ready to chat? Yes. Uh, Nolan, get on it. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're acting like you're going to get another beer, right? You're going to get another shot, and you can bring a beer down with you if you'd like. Son of a gun. Hey, America. 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 (laughs) Sancha. Are you back? Matt, Matt. Uh, Let's talk about why is the 4th of July... A caricature of what it is to be American. Huh? Why is the... what, are, what are you talking about? I've never. Done... Because, Corey, it's an exaggeration of an American tried and true. There you go. All we want to do is eat hamburgers and drink beer and enjoy our holiday and salute the people that came before us and that died before us. God bless our military, by the way. And I don't, I'm not even joking about that. I fucking love the military. It's fucking beautiful. fights with people out here about the military. They keep us safe. That's perfect. Guys, tell us the story of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. I like what he did. What did he do, Matt? What did he do? He emancipated. All right. <laughs> Nolan, Nolan. Yes, yeah. Tell us the story of Eisenhower. What did Eisenhower do? Oh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower, um, Eisenhower oh, yeah. Germany. <laughs> His birth name was Eisenhoyer. <laughs> and he was one hell of a schnitzel pounder. Okay. <laughs> that schnitzel into oblivion. Abraham Lincoln died because some white guy shot him. He died for our sins, man. William H. Booth shot him. So who's the... Who, 
It was James Marsden. Wait a second. Was, uh, haven't you seen Zoolander? James Marsden. No, I don't play those video games. This was not fair. <laughs> Nolan, Nolan. Yeah. yeah. Talk about Nixon. I know that's what you really wanted. Fucking Nixon. Fucking Nixon. All right, guys. All right, guys. Buckle up. You're about to hear everything you Richard know. Donald Nixon. <laughs> Richard McDonald Nixon. He sent people to steal tapes, man. And you know what was on those tapes? He was masturbating. <laughs> Recordings of Richard McDonald Nixon masturbating. And he put a stop to it, man. He put a stop to it. <laughs> he put a stop to that. But he got caught, man, because uh, that dude in that movie interviewed him. What movie? Ron Howard directed it. Ron Howard was there. Matt Zittman's going to tell us about the historical accuracy of Forrest Gump. Oh, Forrest Gump? Man, that guy, he don't know shit about Jenny. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's not even fair. Like, he said, he was like, oh, this is what I did. Was it JFK? I don't even know. I don't even know. Matt, tell us everything you know yeah. about John F. Kennedy. I know that he was a cool guy, and he banged a lot of, a lot of prime. And, uh, and uh, Marilyn Monroe, he did it. He did it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> and he loved it. That was his pride and joy. He did that. Fucking head. And that's what you do. You don't get fucking shot in the head for banging some prime-ass poon, man. Listen, man, you fly too close to the sun, and eventually you get burned. <laughs> Nolan, you get the to talk about Reagan Nolan now. Hill. Oh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald yeah. Reagan is the man that brought capitalism into our country and arguably ru ruined our economic infrastructure. <laughs> Ronald Reagan came in, and he was an amazing actor. Let me tell you. He came in... And he kicked, listen, he kicked people out of fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and then he brought the Taliban into power. And then, and then he showed up in Back to the Future too. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Reagan, Reagan, listen, and Reagan was good for his time. He made Star Wars a reality. <laughs> Nancy was a fine piece of mint poo nanny. Rest in peace. Matt, take us through, take us through the Bush the Bush eras from father oh, to son. Bush. Oh man, I know lots about Bush. <laughs> so we were fighting through the desert storm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just uh we bombed everything. And then he's, he had that dumbass boat that said, we are victorious. He put a banner up on that boat. Like, which bush? I don't even know what bush. Who cares? All the bushes. bushes. You're good. You're good. All the uh, bushes. All right. Nolan, give us some Obama. Yeah. I love Barack Obama. Tell us about Barack Obama. He is a smooth motherfucker. He's a class act, Barack Obama. Listen, he made health care available to the masses. And everyone, for the most part, didn't care too much for it. But I tell you what, in 25 years, they're going to be happy they did it. Barack Obama, thank you, sir. We love you. You're one of our greatest presidents in all of history. Dude, Michelle, she's got some guns, dude. 
She's got some guns. She oils them daily, too. I can tell. All right, Matt, as you show off your guns, I need you to break down our current political electoral college. I need you to hit Trump, Sanders, and Hillary. We got Bernie Sanders. I'm for him. I like that guy. Feel that burn. That burn ain't going to happen. But we got Clinton. And she sucks. Okay, let's keep going. And then we got Trump mania. Uh, And no one is happy to say that that's going to happen. So if I'm going to predict what's going to happen, I think it's apocalypse. I think that it's the end of the world. And uh, it's been very good to have this fun podcast with you guys. And I can't wait for the world to end. My money's on China. What's, What's different about America a year from today? A year from today. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's it's the same bullshit, just a different day, Corey. You know that. It's different I mean day. it doesn't matter who's who's overseeing our country and what the administration is, people will be unhappy, people will be happy. The NRA are gonna want their guns and the liberals are gonna say we want our transgenders to pee wherever they want. That's just our country, man. That's America. And I love it. I love it for all of its flaws. I love it for all the good things. I love it for all the bad things. And, oh, yeah. I, and I'm blessed to be here, man. I got to be honest about it. Although I do live in Seattle where we're a majority liberal community and it's kind of like Shangri-La out here. But, um, is that a straw? What are you drinking out of? What was that? My charger, man. Oh, okay. yeah. My battery's almost dead on my, my iPad here. A year from today. We're in the same goddamn spot. It don't matter who's president. Um, we're fighting for what we got to do. Uh, we all are worth what we're worth. And we're just trying to make money. Cool. No president, no nothing is going to really affect us. Um, your vote doesn't count. <laughs> but it does. But I think we're all safe. Cool, guys. That was deep, dude. Let's take one more shot. All right, let me start drinking. Here we go. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know what's crazy about this is, like, you guys guys are definitely, like, let's say if people listen to this podcast... You guys are definitely bound to lose at least at least twenty members, like minimum. Like, it's a trade-off. It's I a mean, trade-off. all solely solely based off of your president's performance. You know, I think I got out at the perfect. You, you did, time. Matt. You're really letting us down. It's it's been a downhill sh- spiral. Shove it off on, on Matt. We're trying to make us organization better. Did you say make us organizations better? <laughs> And That's our problem, drink. Nolan. I don't know why you. I can no. have cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and and speaking of speaking of politics, Donald Trump supporter Hulk Hogan did a video for that fight club. What? Oh, art fight, art fight. Wait, Hogan yeah. is a trumper? Like a, a butt trumper. This breaks my. <laughs> this this hurts me. I didn't know this. Maybe we we just don't understand what America is. I, mean, <sighs> I feel like maybe maybe we're the weirdos. That's such a sad 
realization. We are the Matt, are you drunk? Nope. <laughs> hey. Let's do more questions. Yeah, Corey, come on. All right. Hold on. What? I'm Matt Zimmon, president of <laughs> This is your intro right here. This is it. This is how you That's introduce it. the episode. Actually, yeah. no. Fuck it. We're going to just cycle through the same questions, but now we're twice as drunk. Okay. Let's Matt, do it. Introduce okay. yourself, Matt. Okay. <laughs> My name is Matt Zimmett. Yeah. My friend Corey is blackout drunk. No. He's wearing a red shirt that matches his skin tone. I love him. What about George Washington? We're going to talk about... Shirtless too. Right, we're going to go We're gonna go the hallway back. There was uh, <laughs> many, many, many centuries ago, like one or two or three. Yeah. The British colonies just... Decided to settle America. Yeah. And what did what did George Washington do, Nolan? What did George Washington was a general, and he was eight feet tall. Eight feet. T- yeah, it was all downhill. It was all downhill oh. from Washington because Down. he was eight feet tall. He had wooden teeth, Corey. Wooden teeth. He was born. He was born with wooden teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had roots. He had rings in his gums. Anyways, George Washington was eight feet tall, and he killed thousands of British redcoats. Absolutely. Yeah, it was vicious. Absolutely. It was vicious. <laughs> yeah, and George Washington, I mean, he founded everything we love about this country, man. Yeah. Like, pro wrestling, Yeah. George Washington created that. How'd he do it? If there was yeah. one American president... You expect walks around the White House shirtless. Who is it? Oh, GW, dude. GW. George 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 W. Bush. All oh, the time, man. That's how he motherfucking rolls. Matt Zimmon, what's your call? Benjamin Franklin. He's Benjamin. Ben He's going Z- through all the poons. This goes to Matt. Points for Matt. Team Matt right now. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin Benjamin, totally walking around the White House top. He's president or not. He's no. still walking through. Strutting. Benjamin Franklin. Alligator shoes. He's got this. Matt Matt wins this. Matt wins this. I got respect for that. Yeah. Ben was Ben was the shirtless motherfucker. (laughs) Who was Who was the pantless president? Go. The pantless president. Pantless president. Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Kennedy. He fucking banged a lot of strange on purpose. Can we just, like, have a moment of silence for Marilyn Monroe? I mean, come on, dude. Forget moment about of it. silence. Moment of silence. Oh, my God. That was, like, a beautiful... That's real American history right there, guys. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Okay, so Marilyn Monroe met John F. Kennedy at a local bar in Massachusetts called Rodney's. They were both fans of clam. She loved fried clam. Shut up, you goddamn monk! What the hell? What are you barking at? Stop it! Jesus! Here. Corey, I hate you. I love you too, baby cakes. Same here. Crazy dogs. Crazy dogs. Jesus. Oh, so yeah, they met at Rodney's. They were both fans of clam. Uh, Marilyn Monroe really liked fried clam with a side of Worcestershire sauce. And JFK, he just likes straight up clam. No underpants. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say they they connected. Please describe in detail what you mean by that. 
So, all right. So you have one pair of scissors that do, that don't have a dick, and then you have a pair of scissors that that do have a dick, right? And then they they do that, and that's 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 how it happened, and it was pretty cool. I mean, I wasn't there, but I heard stories, and uh, like I feel like it strengthened his resolve and his and his appreciation for our country by mm. having sex with that woman. Mm. Right, it, no. If you had to pick one political candidate. Who had an affair yeah, with... we are all shirtless, right? Yeah, we're all uh, still shirtless. You have yeah. to pick a current political candidate to have an affair with a current pop star. Who and who? What is it? What's the... Who's the candidate? Who's the pop star? Oh, easy. Drake. Drake? Who has sex it's, with Drake? Yeah, Drake who? Man. It doesn't matter, man. Drake. So He's Canadian. <laughs> So, you used to, you used so to. any of, so we have a, we have a Sanders fucking Drake campaign. You used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> call me when I need you. Have I picked a current political person to have an affair with a pop star? Yeah. Hillary Trump Sanders sleeps with who? Pop star. No oh, Trump sleeps with Miley Cyrus. Trump? No doubt. With Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. If you guys had to pick a movie star, whatever, a popular... Something that gets the votes. Who? Who? Who gets... President Camacho! <laughs> That's from, uh... It's from Idiocracy. Idiocracy, yeah. Oh, nope. shit, you we're, took it. I don't even... living it right now. I, uh, I picked Christian Bale. I Christian Bale? Bale. He's not an American-born citizen. Which hold on? Which Christian Bale? What movie? What film? Who? Which Christian? I don't wear hockey pads. That's. <laughs> He's not. Dark American. Knight Rises. Christian Bale. Yeah. I don't wear hockey pads. Christian Bale. America, twenty seventeen. He's right? not even American. He's he's wor- he's here on a Doesn't, work visa. No, we're not talking about. <laughs> look. The prestige, Bill. <laughs> I don't care. You can pick no, whichever you one you want. want. Him, he's got a crazy brother, dude. Nolan, you got to pick a foreigner. What foreigner do you think should run our country? Easy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's the best foreigner. Fuck you. That's bullshit. No, it's the best. He's the best. Have you guys seen <laughs> the Pumping Iron documentary? Of course. Are you kidding me? We live off of it. That shit is fucking Listen, beautiful, man. Corey Lally does not know how big of a fan of Arnold I am. I'm, I'm one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's biggest fans. I have his Conan sword. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, shit. That, that's it. Conan? Point made. Hulk Hogan. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's Holy get, shit. Let's get to the chopper, gentlemen. Thank you. What? <laughs> Glad I didn't have to convince you. Listen, well, I, I he's everything he's put his mind to. He is the American dream. Absolutely. You've ever seen a video of yourself or heard your own voice played back to you and thought in embarrassment? That is what I sound like? Just imagine how bad it would have been if you'd been drunk. A huge thanks to Nolan Harris and Matt Zittman for their time in interviews. And of course, a shout out to the best bottom shelf tequila, Margaritaville, and to Nathan's Hot Dogs. If you want to make this year's Caricature Convention, don't forget to sign up and register at caricature.org. And if you'd like to see the video that accompanied the hot dog eating contest, check it out at exaggeratedfeatures.com. Thanks for listening, and do stay well. And it's all about the record now. Ten seconds to go. He's got to get that one down. There we go with 69. Final seconds. He got it. And he got 70.
The most he hot dogs. 70. The most hot dogs ever eaten on the corner of Surf and Stillwell Avenues by the greatest eater in the history of mankind. Well, if he wanted to be inspired by last year to bring him to a comeback, there it is. Joey Chestnut, it's unofficial, but 70 dogs and buns. Stoney well behind with 53. Wow. We expected it to go a little closer.